Let's get it going. Mic check, mic check. Beep, beep. Who got the keys to the Jeep? Vroom. I'm driving to the beach. Top down, loud sound. See my peeps. Give them pound now. Look who it be. It be me, 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 and Timothy. Look like it's about to rain. What a shame. I got the armor all to shine up the stang. Boom, classic Missy Elliott. Hello, America. Hello, world. Hello, you. Hello. It's your new best friend, Cashmere, California, and this is the Pod is Good podcast, a.k.a. the Notorious P.I.G. Episode 42. Pod is good. And all the time, if you know, you know. If you don't keep listening, you will learn. Welcome, everybody. Today, I brought one of my guys on. I brought one of my my brothers in Christ on. I brought one of my entrepreneurial brothers on. So today, we will have an incredible conversation, an explosive conversation, a deep conversation about entrepreneurship, what it takes, what it involves, who's built for it. When is it over? It seems like it's a never-ending quest. When is the work done? We're going to talk about it today. So if you're into business, if you're into entrepreneurship, if you're into excellence, if you're into good conversation with good people, you found the right place. Let's get it going. Ladies and gentlemen, Purcell is in the building. How you doing, brother? What's up, brother Jay? Not too bad, man. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good, good man. It's good to, uh, good to see you, too, man. I see you over there. You're working. You know what I'm saying? You're, getting, you're working. <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> it's all new to me. It's all new to me. Yeah, yeah. But you're getting it. I see you over there. What, what city are you in right now? Long Beach right now. Long Beach, shout out to that LBC. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever happened to that group? Let me hear you say, ooh. That's a good question. I'm sure they're around here somewhere. Yo, they got to be. That was probably like the best Long Beach song that I think I've heard. Uh, Who was that? Uh, Dove Shack, right? That was Dove Shack, yep. Dove Shack, that's crazy. The whole uh, G-Funk era. Yeah. All of that, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should start. We should start there. I mean, we're talking about music. You That's know, we're talking about music. So let's let's just get into it. We're gonna talk the entrepreneurship. We're gonna talk business. Don't worry, y'all. See, okay. my man is he's at the desk. You know, running conferences. He he handling things right now. But but let's let's take a little a little time out from business. Talk a little music. Um, you know, I normally wait. You know, I let people kind of get into the show a little bit before I hit them with the top five. But for you. For you, we we're just gonna jump right into it. Top five. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. Hmm, okay. Hmm. 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 How am I doing? My, my pen and pad for this one. I'm, I'm gonna make it a little tough for you. All right. Make it a little tough for you. <laughs> <laughs> Top five rap groups. Rap groups of all time. Not crews. Not clicks. Actual groups. groups, top five rap. So my number one. Time. So like, like uh, Cash Money 
doesn't count, but the hot boys count. Okay. So I'm saying like All they gotta be a group. They, let's say this. They had to at least put out one album together. Okay. And I know I know the first people that popped into your head, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, it's go okay ahead. if you start off with crisscross. Cool. Because they count. <laughs> That's my <laughs> crisscross number count. five. That's my number five. <laughs> <laughs> no, my number one is ultimately. I mean, it's got to be tried mm. for me. It's personal tribe. That's the that's the crew I always wanted to be a part of. Hello, that's the crew. That just, yeah, they they did it for me. Yeah, tribe. Yeah. Um, number two, tribe called Quest. Uh, it's got to be Wu. Wu Tang. I've been saying Wu Tang is like it. The Wu Tang logo is like uh, is to hip hop. What the Jordan logo is to basketball, it's the sneakers. Yeah, like Seriously. I mean, it is the widely right. the, the the widest. What am I trying to say? It's known all over the globally. world. Globally, you know what I mean. Right. Like it's right. like the universally known logo that represents the entire culture. Like it don't just represent right. the sneaker; it represents just right. basketball. You you can put the Jordan logo in the middle of a of a field, and people are like. Oh, they're about to play basketball here. It's like, right? Wu Tang, exactly. And if you go probably overseas somewhere, you see somebody with that T-shirt on, with that symbol, you know, okay, this cat listens to a certain a certain genre. Absolutely, yep. You know, yep. I could probably vibe with that cat. I know yep. he listens to Wu. Nowadays, he probably is listening. He might be listening to Sky Zoo or mm. you know or something. But yeah, he's listening to some right. some real hip hop. Oh yeah, you know? oh yeah. He he so. can sonically. Uh, he doesn't need standard kicks and snares. He can take some pots and pans and concrete right. cracking. <laughs> he can take some of the right. early RZA production. <laughs> right. exactly. exactly. All right, so we got uh, Tribe Wu number three. We got. We go with Dayla. Ah, so Dayla in there. Dayla, and Wu and Tribe might go back oh. and forth between one and two, but I'm gonna stick with Tribe because that's always been they always been dear to my heart. Uh, Love Tribe. Tribe, Wu, Dayla, group. Gotta throw Outcast in there. Uh, uh -huh. man, that's hard because now. I'm, I'm only down to one selection. I know, and and and, and you haven't put crisscross in, so keep that in mind. Uh, I'm struggling right keep now. Keep that man. in mind when you get to this number five spot, because I don't know who else can go above them after Outcast. I mean, it's like kind of rolls off your tongue, like Outcast, crisscross. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> 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 Oh, Tribe Called Quest at number one. Shout out to Q-Tip, rest in power, Fife. Man, the last I'm time you heard Fife sloppy, lyrics anonymous, you never hear me copy, top notch, baby. Right. Come on, man. <laughs> my ear is kind of, kind of, my ear is kind of leaning towards Jay Dillis. I'm going to go with Slum. Mm, nice. Nice. Yeah, that's probably my... Cause, cause I'm on the spot right now, and I'm thinking, but I'm like, yeah, that's my my top five right now. I'm gonna say, if I had to study it a little bit longer, I may throw somebody else in there. But yeah, that's, that's, right, right now, that's a hard list, though. 
That's yeah. a hard list. That says, uh, yeah. you can tell it the same way that you just said, you see somebody with a Wu-Tang shirt on, you already kind of know something about the vibe of the music. You ask somebody their top 10, tells you everything you need to know about them as, uh, yeah. as a music lover. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I know for a fact that if I come and jump in your car, I don't got to bring my headphones. I know you're going to play. <laughs> the right selection. I already know. Even if it ain't hip hop, because that's the yeah. beautiful thing about music. It's that voice that translates, you know, throughout. And so the genre might fixate on this sound, but the energy right. of it will cross over into rock, into country, into right. R&B. Yeah. Like you'll, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right about that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, right. okay. I see we need to top five. Top five. What else? What else? You want another top five? <laughs> another top five. I got that one, man. You got that one. All right, all right. Well, let me make it. I was going to say top five female rap groups, but then I feel like it's only really five that killed it. So I'm going to just say top five female rap artists. Soloist at all of all time. Mm. I come from a certain era. Okay. I come from the original. There you so, go. I, but, I hear but, some names but, already. Here we go. Compared to a lot of the, the female art, artists nowadays, no disrespect, but I think if you know if she began when she began or she began today, MC Light would definitely be. I knew it. That was the first name to pop in my head. Light. MC Light would definitely be something that she would be a problem oh, for yeah. a lot of female. Light, uh, Light is nasty right now. Like Light, right now, you still know rapping, saying? still fire. You know, I can listen to Cha 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 at any given moment, and he got my head not like Cha Cha Cha. So this Marty uh, girl, <laughs> right? That you heard thus far. It uh, gets better. The flow gets wetter. Nobody gets uh, hurt as long as you let her. That's fire. She's she's crazy. MC Light. I don't know which order these go in, but MC Light, Lauren Hill, she's Lauren definitely Hill. in. Lauren Hill is so uh, dope because she she always makes everybody's top female rappers without a large body of work, really. Right, but, yeah. But the right, body right. of work was what? so important, huh? They had three albums? Fuji's had two albums or three Fuji's albums? Fuji's had, I think, two. I think two albums. And then she had hers. And then she had hers, yeah. And she did. I mean, she did a lot of rapping on even the the Fuji's album. Even if, I feel to me, my recollection, I have to go back and listen. Um, but it seems like she did more rapping on the Fuji's album than she did on the uh, Education album. True, true, yeah, yeah. But but fire, yeah. I get mad frustrated when I rhyme. Thinking of all the crews that tried to do this for all Man. the wrong reasons. Listen to that all the time. Yep. Man, let's start the next uh, podcast with that one. Seasons change, man. Days the same, like the love. Latifah has got to be in there. Queen, because of her, 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 uh, the work that she's put in. Yes. Um. Yeah. Even beyond, like beyond rap. Right. Yeah. Like who has had a more illustrious career than Queen? She's Queen Broadway, TV show, movies. I mean, 
as artists. It's hard. It's hard to imagine anybody when she called herself queen. She already knew. Right. (laughs) She already. Uh, uh, What else? Who else? Who Um, else? uh, One more. One more. I just had the name on the top of my tongue too. Uh, well, we had light. I was thinking of Bahamadia, but Bahamadia had what two albums? Yeah, and I don't think I heard. Maybe I heard a song. I definitely never heard an album. She had an album. She definitely. Yeah, had an album. I, yeah. I never got a. Uh, man, honestly, it's so many, but they all not old school from my era. I got a. I'm thinking of Nikki D. I'm thinking of um, uh, MC Trouble. MC Trouble? Of, I don't know MC, MC Trouble. Trouble. MC Trouble? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. You done said a name. Uh, I don't even know. MC uh, Trouble. Rest in peace. She passed. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Rest in peace. Natasha Sharon Rogers. Yeah. Rest in peace. <clears throat> oh, man. I wish I could play this online. YouTube don't let me play stuff, you know what I'm saying? They be hating. They be hating. MC Trouble. MC Trouble. Who else? That last one's going to be hard to think of. It's tough. It it, it depends on, you know, like you said, what you... I could even throw Little Kim in there. Little Kim is dope. Little Kim is fire. Foxy's fire. Yeah, I probably would have to give the the, the nod to Little Kim. Kim. But, uh, but Foxy was dope too. Hard. Hard. That's a good top five. It's a good top five mm-hmm. females too. All right. All right. So you did rap groups, you did female soloists. All right, we good. We good. Congratulations. Right. You are the first, <laughs> the first guest to conquer two top fives back to back same episode. You know, I give credit to you, my guy. Thank you, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so so tell me how, because, you know, I know things, like we talked about, have some kind of connective tissue with each other. And so I'm pretty yes, sure sir. there's some parts of your love for hip-hop that translate uh-huh. into your desires for your T-shirt business, right? Okay. Like there, uh-huh. There's some kind of connection, whether it's just, you know, the entrepreneurship, whether it's the independent work, whether it's just the grind, you know what I mean? Or coming up from the bottom, whatever it is. Right. You know, what what got you into this space of building an online retail shop? Okay. Um, the love of hip hop has just always been there since since a little kid. Um it's kind of like um I forget what song it is, but a quote from Common. Where he said, uh, "I do what I suppose I do what I supposed to for the culture." Yeah. So I do what I supposed to for the culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. T-shirts are just a big a big part of society, but also a big part of a. I guess you could say the hip hop culture, um, and the hip hop culture is dear to me. Um, seems like it's the only culture here in America, maybe on on Earth, that's shows love. You know, like mm. you got love, just genuine love for everybody, love for hip hop. Um, hip hop loves you back. You know, yeah. don't get me yeah. wrong. There's a lot of things that need that can be fixed, that can be done differently. 
in the culture and some some things that we don't want there. But uh, for the most part, you know, when I go to different shows, I go to um, just recently went to a show in L.A. It was uh, it was Madlib. It was Talib. Talib. They brought out Madlib, brought out um, Blue. He brought out uh, wow. everybody from his crew. You yeah. know, just the crowd. I'm looking around. It's just diverse. It's all ages. It's all ethnicities. You know, there's no fighting. There's no nothing. Everybody's just vibing out. And I'm like, it's Asian. It's Hispanic. Yeah. White. It's black. It's it's everything. And I'm like, you know, where where do you get love like this at? Nowhere right. else other than in the hip hop setting. You know. So. Right. And 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 I, I'm gonna add to that. I feel like people need to know there's a difference in saying that there's love uh, and right. saying that there's acceptance. Right. Because right. you you can get these different groups at, you know, maybe a rock concert or a country concert or something like that. Like they might be there, even R&B. Right. But there's a difference in love. Love like embraces you a little differently. Right. You know, acceptance, uh, you know, allows you to show up at the barbecue. Love be done reached out to you to make sure you come, come to the barbecue. Right. Love at the the hip hop show. Somebody step on your shoe. You like, you know, you're like, oh, man, that's no problem. Don't worry about it, bro. It's not the type of vibe here. It's, it's all yeah. up, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, I know, it's just different. Like you say, it's a difference. It's a difference between the two. Um, really? But um, I don't know. Just earlier, I remember, um, like, back in high school, I went to this, uh, we, me and some friends, probably my parents was with me, I don't know, but um, went to this uh, event out in L.A. I bought these two T-shirts. Um, one... If I remember, one said uh, respect, respect the black woman, huh. and another one said something else. I liked the shirts. I bought them, and I would wear them to school. And I just started to realize, like people would look at the shirt, and like, and I, I would, I noticed that people were paying attention to what you know what I had on, and um, just like, wow, well, okay, people were paying attention to the shirts I, I'm wearing. Never paid attention to it. Years down the line, I, it kind of came back into my mind, like, wow, t-shirts. They can be powerful. They can mm. they can say a lot without the person having to say anything. Um, yeah. You can say a lot with a t shirt that shares some commonalities between people, um, right. different ethnicities. Uh, it can share an, an idea that people may ag- agree about. True. Um, True. So, I just wanted to merge that. Um, I guess like the social aspect of um, t shirt design. Um, with also the hip hop culture, which is you know the graffiti, just the um, uh, the dopeness of hand drawing something. Um, yeah, yeah, making it appeal to to you know our culture, people that love hip hop, and not just people that love hip hop, but people uh, across the the world in our country um, may see something that draws them something. What am I trying to say? Something that we share, uh, an, an idea that we all share. Yeah. Uh, so based from that. Okay. If that Tell me sense. about some of um some of your designs that that either you're working on or that are complete, or even ideas that you might have. You don't got to um, give me. No, I got to. I'm not saying give your designs away. So if you feel like I can't tell you this one because this one's gonna change the game, then don't tell me. But 
if it's uh, something that you already got in production <laughs> or something like that. I'm just trying to understand like some of the inspiration and whatnot. Let me just, let me say it like this. Um, um, so what we are doing is are t- is taking like um, just everyday topics that you may see in your everyday life uh, that I talk about all the time when I'm in the grocery store, when I hear the elderly people talking to the cashiers, I'm, I'm paying attention to what, what I hear them saying. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with that, what you're saying. But how can I take that and take that and put make that into one image, mm. put it on, and as soon as you see it, you get it. Right. As soon as you okay. see it, it makes sense. As soon as you see it, you feel it. Um, yeah. And now that I can't share it, I would love to come back um in a little bit um once i have the website up and um and show you everything that that we're working on uh, or a couple of times. Mm-hmm. yeah i would love that i would love that um yeah sorry there's a little bit of de- of a delay so i didn't know if you were done or not so okay you you going you going to show us later you know i appreciate top secret you know what i'm saying appreciate the top secretness <laughs> of the of the movement. Um, <laughs> that's always a good thing. You know, some, I didn't know if you already had some shirts, uh, you know, that were already in production or, or whatnot, but I completely get it. Completely get it. So, no, I your didn't inspiration, bring so your inspiration comes from like day-to-day life conversations, things that you feel like easily resonate with people in their day-to-day goings-ons. Yeah, every 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 everyday um, topics, everyday situations. Um, got some designs that that focus around politics. Got some designs that focus around uh, religion, not religion, but the the walk, the everyday walk with us in Christ. Um, uh, family, uh, world history, American history. Um, going to touch on a lot of different things and like just yeah, and just try to get these real images put on shirts and um you know not to say bring people together but just show everybody that hey we kind of all have something in common hmm. or feel certain ways about certain things you know that we kind of share we're, we're not too far apart as what um society or the country or the media makes us out to be yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, not too far apart. That's a good shirt. Look yeah. at that. You just, just pull it out. Just boom. Just take. It. You can have that. I can have that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, so are you doing your own designs? You have designers that work with you. How's that working? No, no, I'm not doing. Uh, so we come up with the ideas, and then I work with a uh, illustrator to uh, mm-hmm. to draw for me. Okay. All right. And so, so this yeah. being a startup, <laughs> this, this, sorry, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that that took me a while to try to figure out like, how can I get, I got all these designs that are coming to me and I just jot them down and I write them down. But like, how can I get this design from off this page onto a shirt? Um, mm-hmm. So it took me a, a, um, some time to figure out like, oh, okay, I need somebody to draw for me, but not anybody. I need like a professional um artists to draw for me so that's just a another shout out to any any kids out there like man if you got a, a dream if you that passion the desire that you have you know it comes naturally you're you, you draw 
Um, and it just comes naturally, man, pursue that gift because that's your gift. That's your passion. Um, yeah. And there's work out there for you. You know, people like me need somebody to draw for them. Um, graphic design companies, you can take that passion and turn it into a career. You know, there's no end to what you can use to make a career out of something nowadays. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's that's factual. It's really good to yeah. to to remind people that sometimes sometimes when things come to you like very natural or very easy, you kind of feel like, well, anybody can do this. That's why it comes so easy to me. Like it's it's low hanging fruit, but in reality, right. it just comes to you so naturally because it's a gift that you have. You don't have to put in a lot of effort. Right. Don't toss it to the side. Yeah. Pursue that. Yeah, you never know where, where, um, where you know the, the the road that you're on. Um, right. Just follow that passion. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fact. And so you being, um, you know, still a new company, a new startup. I know that comes with, you know, the growing pains, the hurdles, the questions, you know, all the complications of how, like you just pointed out, how do I get this design from in my head to on paper to in somebody else's head. Right. To on the actual product. And sometimes in all those transition points, you know, you might lose something, you know what I mean, from the original idea. And so um, how are you how are you able to um, keep that consistent from thought to product, but going from one from you to another person? And do you do a lot of editing? Do you kind of open it up and you're like, I'll accept your interpretation of what I'm saying. Like, how do you deal with that part? There's a lot of editing. Um, it starts off with the first general idea and what me and my guy uh, that, that draws for me, uh, it's a lot of back and forth. Like we start off with just a, the general idea and he'll send it back to me. And then, you know, um, like down to the hand movement, down to the way to feed our, our turn, the position um, the guy is in or, or woman is in or, or whatever it is in the head movement. Um, you know, we'll talk about it. I'll send it back to him. Um, he'll do a little bit more drawing or a little bit more editing on it. And this is all like being done freehand and then he'll send it back to him. And then we look over it some more and I'm, um, I think I'm overly patient, like an overly uh, analytical where I might take too much time looking at things. Um, but I'll I'll sit on something for a couple of weeks, just looking at it, and then thinking, okay, this could be done this way. This could be done better this way. I'll send it back to him. He'll work on it. And send it back to him. And so it's a lot of back and forth. Wow, um, wow, it's a lot of communication. For, for me, it might be easier for somebody else, but for me, um, I don't know. I've always been like a a quantity, a qu- quality over quantity. I get that type of person. I'd rather have one. <clears throat> good thing than many things that are just okay yeah yeah you know yeah i can respect that i can respect that Mm -hmm. so that's interesting that that um you know kind of notes that especially in the beginning maybe even just throughout business there's a need for um strong communication uh, effective communication you know whether it's you know deadlines uh uh, creative ideas, um, management approaches, you know, it could be anything that requires a lot of Mm -hmm. communication in business. So, um, so let's kind of go into your, 
business as it is. So you have yourself, you have an illustrator um, uh, to someone else that might be putting together their own um, T-shirt business or clothing business. Was that something Mm -hmm. out the gate that you went straight to or did you first try to start doing it yourself? How'd you find your illustrator? How'd you get that, Um, you know, together and and moving the way that it is now? So honestly, this is, this has been a project that I've been passionate about for probably close to 10 to 15 years. Wow. And I just been sitting there like, uh, like, I was always like, um, I want to do this, but I don't know where to get started. So, mm. so I would just sit there, just try to figure out, like, eventually. Um, until, I, yeah. until I started getting kind of impatient with myself, like, dude, you know, this is not going to happen unless you get up and make it happen. Um, so I just pray about it. Um, eventually, I feel like the Lord led me to, um, to an art school. And I went to an art school. They had an art exhibit for their students. They're graduating students, and that's where yeah. I found uh, the illustrator that I nice. worked with. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. And, um, you know, it was several different illustrators, different artists that I came upon, but um, this guy was was one of the ones that hit me back right away, and he jumped on it, and he was kind of kind of hyped about, you know, and interested what, of the, the vision I had. So um, we just hit it off, and um, been working with him ever since. Uh, things kind of got, you know, kind of slow because, you know, I've been doing other things too, my day to day. But uh, so it started off there with the um, the ideas and then I'm moving along with these ideas. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have the business part of it taken care of. So then I have to go yeah. back. Like okay, the company name, um, start with that I started out with. I changed the company name twice, three times. Um, but then. And um, you know, I have to register it with the uh, with the state of California. Um, uh, I have to go purchase the domain name for the company. Like get all the get all the A's and B's of um, yeah running a business. Get your structure down. Uh, upping upping. Get the structure down. Yeah. Um, apply for my, my federal tax ID. Um, I needed a, a seller's permit so that I could buy merchandise and, and resell it or or just sell items when I'm out and about. Um, what else? Like for that, I was using a um, my own personal address uh, for, for everything for the business, which I learned some friends put me up on that I needed. A, it would be good for you to get a virtual address and a phone number yeah. so that I'm my, my home address is not on everything uh that you put out there because once you go public with your company, that address that you use is out there for, uh, for the world to see. Yeah. And I don't know when people okay. showing up at your door, like, Hey, it, can I get an extra large shirt? You know, <laughs> at, 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 at three morning. So, All right. you know, it's kind of good. Um, and now uh, let, let's talk about that real quick. Cause I've, I've been indifferent about the idea of what you need in the beginning to start a business. Mm-hmm. And okay, and so and I struggle with it because when I have an idea, it's like I'm ready to go. And so all the things that I, I think about are like, yeah, so it's like all of the things that, that that I like really focus on is what number one gets this idea into completion or into production, 
And two, what gets it from production in my um, possession to whoever my client is in that idea to their possession. So whether it's uh, a shirt, a podcast, uh, a service that I'm offering, whatever gets it from me to them fastest, like that's all I'm focused on. And then, and so oftentimes I find myself not doing a lot of the, the, the business structural legwork, maybe until later, you know, uh-huh. sometime depending on the idea, maybe not at all. So what, yeah. what are your thoughts on the things that you did? And, and I'm going to be honest, for me, I feel like sometimes when I'm doing that, I'm like, I'm being busy for the sake of being busy. Like I'm, I'm staying away from the other work that, uh-huh. that I need to do to really like get it in production. I'm kind of just like doing the, the, I don't know, the easier stuff to me, you know what I mean? For, right. for me, but it's stuff that needs to be done. So what are your thoughts on that? I, think, I wish I had laid the foundation for the business first, but I didn't know, you know, what to do yeah. first. I didn't find that out until later. Like I started out with the artistic approach yeah. um, and then, and then moved to the business end of it years afterwards. I should have started out probably with the business approach first so that when I hit the ground running, everything is already in order and I can just on the artistic approach from here. Yeah. Um, so now I started with the artistic approach. Then I had to stop and say, okay, I need the latest foundation for the business so that, you know, um, family member once told me that uh, the worst thing you want to do is, is put something out there um, and it take off. And it, say you got a hot item, but you're not prepared for it you're not prepared to produce it for, for, for the masses and you can be hot for a day and then fizzle because you didn't have the business in true ready to, to handle everything. Um, yeah. So that kind of, that, not to say it's, it stopped our artistic approach. Cause um, we got a lot, we got a lot of stuff written down and, and whatnot that we're working on, but um, it kind of slowed the artistic approach down a little bit. Now I want to start getting back to that. Now that pretty much everything is uh taken care of except for my um my website which i'm going to which is about to um begin being worked on shortly um so i think that's the last piece that i need and once that's said and done i'll be good to go um yeah okay yeah and so so right now it sounds like you're um like the the business hub like you don't have other partners with you but you're kind of like um getting different services, other talents to work to build the business from its uh from its infancy. Yeah, that's correct. Like I, I just needed somebody to help me um to help build a website for me. Um yeah. and make it sustainable and make it nice. Um I found a company for that. Um and then pretty much everything else I've been doing on my own. Um and it's taken longer for me personally because I'm the type of I have been the type of person that when um when I don't know what to do next, I kind of just sit there and just um and just wait until it comes to me, and that's that could be a bad habit. Um, but it's been my my method of uh over the past couple of years. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I mean, we all have our our roadblocks. You know, I mean, we all have our our pain points in, in, in productivity, some right. you know, 
summits from the moment they have an idea, they only want to get off the couch. You know, others yeah, can yeah. get a lot of stuff done, but then when it's time to get it out to the world, you know, everybody has uh-huh. something. So, so right. what what are yours? What have you identified as like the areas of greatest opportunity for you as an entrepreneur uh, as you've kind of gone through this process? The areas of greatest opportunity? Yeah. Um, as far as what? Like meaning, you know, is it um, procrastination? Is it uh, or being organized? Oh. Is it um, communication style? You know, everybody kind of has something that might kind of limit them that they feel like, man, if I can get this thing or these two things a lot better, I would be a much better entrepreneur. I would say definitely procrastination has been one hmm. for sure. Uh, that's always with me. Um, just overthinking, thinking too much instead of just moving in and taking the idea or um, thinking that not to say thinking it's impossible, but just thinking too much over overthinking things um, instead of just moving. Procrastination has definitely been one. Um, and then, um, like, I recently discovered a, a term from a pastor that I listen to a lot um, uh, about the grasshopper complex. And it's just looking at your problems as if they are too large for for the Lord to help you with. Mm. Um, you know, like um, these problems that, not even problems, but these things that I see in front of me, like how can I ever achieve that? Um, what is it going to take for me to get through that? Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I don't even know who to contact. I don't even know who to contact for this. I don't even know what I have to do for this. So um, instead of, uh, you know, just steady steady digging or even reaching out to somebody for support or help, kind of just sit there and just, Mm -hmm. and just feel like you're just waiting, like it's going to come to you eventually. And that could take two years, you know, just for one little simple thing. Um, Just like for me to find, um, you know, I sat there for a long time wondering, like, okay, I know I got all these ideas that I that I want to do, but um, you know, I'm gonna just keep writing stuff down, not knowing that I can just go to an art 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 school, um, and find somebody to 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 draw for. I'm not a, a hungry, starving student, but um, you know, somebody with the talent that yeah. could yeah. easily do it. For um, so definitely procrastination. And fear, fear has been a, and not a, not a fear of failure, a but just like a fear of reaching out and asking somebody for help or, ah. you know, something like that. Just saying, I don't know what to do next, you know? So yeah. that's big. You know, instead of, uh, reaching out and asking somebody for help, you just sit there and just, just, just go in circles, you yeah. know, like yeah. just being out there in the wilderness, just wandering around aimlessly, like, how do I how do I figure this out? How do I get through it? And you're going nowhere, you know. Yeah. So procrastination and, and fear, that type of fear. Yeah. Yeah, and I can actually see those things like chasing their own tails. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right, right. procrastination leading to fear, fear leading to right, procrastination, right. and yeah, it just yeah, be yeah, a vicious cycle. Yep. And I guess after ten or ten or fifteen years, that's you know why I'm here you know even mm-hmm. though it's i don't 
I can say it's where I'm supposed to be. I could have done this a long time ago, probably. But yeah. um, like I've learned a lot along the way still, you know, so I'm not upset about it, about being where I am. It yeah. is where I am. I'm still passionate about what I'm doing. I still want to, I'm still want to do it. I still can't wait to reveal it to the world, but um, probably yeah. could have done it a lot sooner. Oh, yeah. I mean, we. I guess we probably all could say that because, like you say, you learned a lot on the way, you know, right. but we, we can agree you probably would have learned even more. Just right. like, you know, you're starting now. And so right. in the next 10 years, you're going to have way more experience and way more in your tool bag than if you still wait another 10 years right. You know, right. to start. You know, right. but, but I get it like that procrastination fear. You know, they say fears kill more dreams than failure ever has. Yeah, it's that's like, for sure. And it's, 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 that's for sure. What do I have? To, what do I have to fear when I'm rolling with the Lord? You know, nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. See, mine is, um, mine is per, uh, perfectionism. Mm, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of us have that. You probably can agree. Um, especially seeing, like hearing how you sit with the design and go back and forth. There's a certain perfectionist attitude that you have that a lot of us have. And so yeah. I, I I did actually um, episode zero of this podcast uh-huh. uh, before I even started with episode one with a guest. And I was specifically, actually, I can show you because it's still here. Um, okay. I was specifically pointing out, uh, you can't even see it. Uh, maybe you can. I don't think you can see it anymore. So, oh, no, no, because I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in lot B. I forgot I'm in, I'm in a different studio today. So uh, when I'm at home. Uh, in in lot A, you know that's uh-huh. a lot A studio. There's a uh, uh, for for that camera. Uh-huh. There's a readout that's right here, that that reads oh, zero zero zero, right? Uh-huh. And I I could not figure out how to take that off. I took all the other displays off, all the other settings. I've changed to where everything else is beautiful. I could not get that off. That one thing had me wait a whole extra month. To start the show, just because of those zeros. Uh-huh. Dude, I finally started the show, and I was like, forget it. I'm just going to start it. Forget those zeros. I'm just going to let it be there. It got uh-huh. to the point where, not it got to the point. After the first episode, after I did episode zero and I actually brought on a guest, uh-huh. it, it, it changed the, the screen to this, where uh-huh. I was now cut off. And all of a sudden, it cut it. It cut the zeros right out. And really? I'm like, and you're like I've yeah. been waiting all this time. Just to get that off, because I felt like I'm going to not look as professional. The show's not going to be as dialed in. It's going to look like, oh, you're an amateur. All these things that I put inside of my head that everyone was going to feel when they saw that. Right. And and it's not an issue at all. Not an issue at all. I know. I think you you, you make beats. Yeah. You put these, yeah. So back in the day, me and my brother, our crew, we uh, you know, we would be man, not were be makers. We still do make beats now. Uh, but um, my thing was when when Pro Tools rolled out, not to say I was intimidated, but I was like, I just want to focus on making beats. Still, I don't want to learn Pro Tools. I don't want to learn the ins and outs of because it just seemed difficult to me. My brother, yeah. my other beat, other beat makers in the crew, everybody was was learning it, and I was like, I just want to stay here because this is where I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So, that part. I know the ASR ten. I know um, what I'm doing here. Yeah, I don't know Pro Tools right now. That's intimidating for me. I let them handle that, and yeah. then I'll just stay where I am. <laughs> advanced, and I stay where I was at. And now they're still making beats and 
on the Cubase and everything else. And I'm still yeah. like, like, okay, now I need to go pick up Cubase and, and, and learn it, yeah. um, which is intriguing. Now I'm like, you know, just certain things you just have to conquer, you know, certain things that's going to be in your path, that's going to be in your trail, in your, in your way in life that you have to just, you can't move or you can't go around. You got to go through them. You got to, Certain things you have to do to get to where you you want to go. You got to deal with it. Yeah, like they say uh, now nowadays, comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There, there's growth in that. There's growth, and I heard somebody recently say, "You think the uh, uh, you think the caterpillar was comfortable, you know, being being in a cocoon, right? You know, what I'm saying like like no, there, there's there's times to be uncomfortable, knowing that what's gonna come next is gonna make it worth it. So right, yeah, perfect for it. Uh, but it was just, you know, just I didn't want to go through it at the time. But uh, looking back, yeah, I learned a valuable lesson from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are you um, emotionally, how are you as a as an entrepreneur? Do you feel um, do you feel like it's crushing at times, like the pressure of it to where it feels, you know, even though you've started, you kind of want to back out. Are you are you do you have like a constant uh, rejuvenation, you know what I mean, day to day that keeps you propelled going forward. How do you deal with the emotions uh, of every day, every day? It's every day. It's like I wake up with an excitement, um, yeah. and I'm I'm not even doing. I'm not even in all the way into this yet. Meaning I'm not um, not selling anything just yet. Um, shortly I will be, but uh, right now I'm not. But every day I just wake up with an idea for the company and it's just a drive that I have passion that still there's never died. So I'm like, okay, I know not to say this is my calling, but it's either one of my callings. Hmm. Um, just something that I'm passionate about that I want to get around. Um, so, you know, I'm not down about it. Um, just kind of just kicking myself in the rear and like, come on, man, we got to get this going. You know, like yeah. Yeah. if this is what you want to do, if this is your calling, you got to do it. You know, it's, it's um, you can't just sit there on it. You got to make this happen. It's not going, it's not going to happen by itself. Yeah. You know, nobody's yeah. gonna come and do it for you. You you're gonna have to do it, and not only you're gonna have to do it, but you have to do it so that you can teach somebody else. Mm. Ooh, that's one of the the things that I want this company to be about is um, is providing for other people, not providing, but um, helping other people. You know. Mm. Uh, However, I can, and I don't know what what that's going to be, um, but hopefully, it'll, you know, it'll show itself though. Yeah, it'll show itself. Yeah, that's what that's what I want for this okay. to be an avenue to help whoever I can. If it's one person, preferably more than one person, but uh, just to help as many people as I possibly can in some kind of way, not yeah. just a company where uh, you know I just benefit off of what I sell because people are buying it and that's just profit in my pocket. But you yeah. know, I, I want to do something different. You know, I think that's what we need nowadays. Yeah. I always tell, uh, I always tell folks that I would love to be a trillionaire so I can give away like most of the money uh, hmm. or just give it away. Just just help society some kind of way. Cause you know, tech, honestly, what am I, what am I going to do with $500 billion? I mean, you know, it would definitely help my family, but I can help my family if you if I invest it right, use it right the right way. Yeah. A billion is not even a billion is enough. Less than that is enough. But, you know, there's a bunch of people in the world that could use some assistance some kind of way. So 
That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I would uh, if you, if you ever do, you know, if they do <laughs> that, that mega a mega uh, jackpot out there, and, and you win seven trillion dollars, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I had a guest on uh, Chris Chris Thomas who talked I about, about Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to you know, rest in peace. Uh, I forgot which one passed. Right. Um, um, yeah, I forgot his name too. But yeah, rest in power. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So um, shoot, what was I saying? Yeah, somebody <laughs> on that you were interviewing, Chris. Yeah, Chris uh, Thomas, and he had. Oh yeah, he had um, an idea for reparations that was okay. genius. Like, really like good. when I say genius, I'm like, yo, you need to take this to Cornell West. He's the disruptor right now. He needs to know. <laughs> this idea, but he really, it's not like something he created on his own. He really did research and looked at how America is already paying reparations to uh, Japan, to China, to um, uh, Jews. Like there's already reparation uh, programs that are in place. Right. Then those communities have an incredible um, method to how they distribute the funds. Uh-huh. So the reason that you see, especially in Los Angeles, a lot of uh, those strip malls that have you know, a nail shop or a beauty shop or some wig shop or right. uh, you know, uh, massage parlor, things of that nature. So, so they have their banks, like let's, let's just take uh, uh, Japanese. They have uh-huh. their banks and their banks get these reparations. You know, they, they put it inside the bank. But then they have a criteria. So let's say you want to move from Japan to America. Mm. Number one, you have to choose one of the businesses um, in in this list, right? So you these are businesses that they know are going to produce and generate income. You can't just start your own business. You can't just go off on a whim. Mm -hmm. You got to pick one of these businesses. And then there's steps that you have to take to show that you're actually diligent about it. Whatever their criteria is, maybe it's, um, you know, registering with the secretary of state. Maybe it's building a website. Maybe it's, um, you know, six months of research, whatever. I don't know what it is, but they have their criteria. Once you do that, not only do they provide you the money to open the business, then they have very favorable um, payment plans on how you can get the money back to them. But that's how they keep the money in their community. So they're giving it out to the people in their community right? with, with criteria knowing that they're going to get it back. And then they're putting it back into the bank uh-huh. so, so that then they're just replenishing it over and over. So I'm saying that to say, whether we get reparations or Purcell gets $7 trillion, uh-huh. have have some kind of method like that. Right. Don't just give it away. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, I got you for sure. You go. No, you go. Yeah, it's not. I would definitely have to try to figure out how to do it, and yeah, as to put it in, you know, the money and that that you could trust to disseminate it and get it out and make of use. Yeah, for sure. But that's cool, man. It's interesting how we all. I don't know what our uh, overall love is for for you know tons of money, but we all do that, even from a kid. Like, if I had a thousand dollars, I'd buy. If, if I had a million. Right, we all go to the store and we all get you and you get every flavor now, ladies. <laughs> I get any, you know, something like that. Yeah, right. I get it. Like we all, we've I always kind of 
done that. And it's interesting how through maturity, your answer um, will grow from the things that you could get to the things uh-huh. that you can get for the people that you love, whether it be your friends, your family, to what you can do for people that you don't even know. And like that, exactly. that elevation is like a trend. Like no matter who you talk to when they were little, it's like, I'm going to buy that car. Then they got a little older, right. it's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this for me and my mom or my dad or this for my sister. And then I'm going to get a right. house. And then later on, it's like, man, I want to like take care of people in Africa. Like it just, it just, it always <laughs> goes further outside of you. I think that's, that's right. really, really cool. Sure. <laughs> um. All right, so so we so I know the business is it's on its way. You know what I'm saying? It's on its way. It's growing. Um, uh, per, uh, I was gonna say perception. Um, procrastinating. You know, you feel and fear have probably been part of this ten to fifteen year journey uh, that have you in yes, this sir. space. Um, do uh-huh. you have not? But now that you've started, how does the next uh-huh. ten years look for you? How does the next five years look for you like you know is there fear are you procrastinating right oh. now are you procrastinating talking uh, to us and you should be doing something else no not today actually no um at first i was kind of nervous to do the podcast this is my first uh first uh time being on something live um so i was fearful of that hmm. but then i you know just uh i guess the spirit just started to set into me like like even like um when the Lord was speaking to Moses, like and then uh Moses was saying, um, you know, I don't speak correctly. I don't I, 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 I stutter when I speak mm-hmm. and the Lord was like, I didn't ask you all that. I just asked you to go talk for me. <laughs> you know, I just asked you all that. And you know, I just feel like the Lord is telling me that. Like I'm I'm not asking you to be perfect. Yeah. I'm just asking you to get going. You know, I'm asking you yeah. to do what I'm putting in your heart to go do. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. It have to be perfect for you to start. I just need you to go. Okay. Because I'm trying to do, you know. Okay. All right. So, well, with that, let's get a little deeper. Let's get a little deeper. Um, So everybody has, you know, certain doubts, you know what I'm saying, about, you know, themselves or what they should be doing or what they're on this earth for. Uh-huh. You sound, you know, very sure-footed in this direction. How do you know? How do you know you're on the right path? I think because it won't leave me. Um, like, I mean, this has just been something that's just been burning to me for the longest time. Mm. And it never goes anywhere. It, it just, it won't leave me alone. Mm. Like, all the, like, dude, I can't not stop. It won't leave me alone. That's good. It won't leave me alone. Like, yeah. dude, um, I have to do something with, with these ideas. I have to do something with this passion. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not, it's not just necessarily for t-shirts I'm trying to start a brand too. But like, I want to do stuff like I want to reintroduce kids to playing live instruments again. Mm-hmm. Um, in schools. I don't know how, how it gets schools to to put live instruments back in into the school systems and whatnot, but you know that's a big thing for our culture at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we sampled a lot of music from our you know our folks, um, 
that in the future, new hip hop artists that come along, they won't be able to sample sample music from our artists because we're not playing live instruments like we were before. Ron Carter, you know the Miles Davises, and yeah, and, and on. You know we don't play live instruments anymore. So I would love to get kids to playing live instruments again. Um, hey, give me that horn riff. That's that's dope. Give me that <laughs> that, that that bass riff. That's dope. And somebody might come along in a couple of years and sample that. I'm not saying that's a way for you to make money, but hey, I mean, yeah. you may turn a profit off somebody's uh, sampling your music um, some years down the line. But I just want to just do little things like that, like get kids back into playing, um, you know, live music, however I can, however, uh, whatever might inspire somebody to. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. So you kind of feel like, like yeah. you kind of feel like, um, you know, part of part of the reason that you know you're on the right track is that the thing that number one, the thing is not letting you go. Like you don't have to try to right. think about it. It won't it won't leave you alone. But then on top yeah. of that, it somehow opens up the opportunity for other things that you're thinking of doing. Like it kind of turns into a conduit that opens up and will allow other things to flow through. Correct. Yes, sir. That's that. That's good to point out. That's good to point out. And I, I think that I, I wanted to touch on that so much because I think that is, we kind of talked about it earlier with the low hanging fruit of like what comes easy to you. And right. you, you really touched on it again by saying it won't leave you alone. Like that. That's big. That's big. Like that. That says that there's something harmonious to your spirit um, uh -huh. about this idea because you don't even have to pay it any attention and it finds you, you know what I mean? It yeah. taps you on the shoulder yeah. when you're trying to think of other things. Right. Other people need to know that. Yeah. Little stuff like that. I, and this is not, um, this is not a, a main point. It's something I'm trying to throw out there to let me know that, yeah, you're on the right track. But remember how I was talking about a uh, grasshopper, the grasshopper complex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, man, when, I was thinking about that when that came to me. I was listening to the sermons on it. Mm -hmm. um, I kid you not. I come home one night. There's a huge grasshopper on the doorstep. Wow. In between me and the, and the, and the front door. And I, okay. I'm like, okay, Lord. I mean, it could be coincidence. Nah, man. There ain't no coincidence. Here I am listening to There ain't no coincidence. That, that. There I am listening about the grasshopper complex and I come home late at night and it's a huge grasshopper and I don't like grasshoppers. I'm not afraid of them, but I don't, you know, I'll walk around one, yeah. but it was just sitting right there in, in the middle of the door, like just waiting on me just looking at me. I'm like, wow, seriously. <laughs> that grasshopper okay. was like, he was talking about me. <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> seriously. So, you know, it won't leave me alone, and along the way, there's just little things I think I feel like the the spirit just speaks to me and lets me know I'm on the right track. I'm on the right track. You're on the right track, bro. Just keep going. Yeah, and don't stop and have faith. Yeah, yeah. And so here's a big question. Yeah. Um, okay. I think a lot of people probably feel like this in their areas of fear that we all experience. Um, what if? Uh -huh. Just what if you were wrong? What's the worst case scenario if you're completely wrong? Like you just got the communication way off that that wasn't even a grasshopper. Mm -hmm. It was actually a cricket. 
Yeah, you're, you're just off. Like, well, uh, what if you're just way off? Then what? Um, then not just move on, keep moving. Um, but don't stay stagnant. There um, it is. And learn from, learn from my mistakes. Like, okay, that wasn't what I thought it was. But, you know, there's other things that um, I need to pray about and move in, a, in another direction. But don't just sit here like you yeah. have for the past 10, 15 years. Um, a family member, I'm not going to say her name, but a family member of mine just recently had a, 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 a knee replacement that she dealt with for probably about 20 years. The pain of like bone on bone, um, yeah. uh, bone together. But the family member was afraid to get the surgery, didn't want to get the surgery, so lived with that pain for like 20 years of not being able to experience life, not being able to go here, go there, yeah. play with your kids or your yeah. grandchildren because I'm afraid of what could happen or I'm afraid of the unknown. Yeah. And got the knee replacement and now everything is fine and the person my family member is just like why did i wait so long right how much life how much life i missed out on how much life did i miss out on you know and now everything perfectly fine feel i mean a month after surgery up and walking walking better than um she has been in 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 the past 20 years i'm like wow yeah just looking at that story i'm like yeah it's I'm not going to let fear do that to me. Yeah. Yeah. I let fear rob me of any more life. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, you, you hit it on the head, um, you know, indirectly when you said, um, uh, what did you say? You said, you, you're not just going to sit there like you did before. Like you're going to keep moving. Right. And at, so it's like, at mm-hmm. very least you learned something. You learned to, 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 to forge forward, you know what I mean? And, right. and I, I asked you that right. for obviously a reason because a lot of people find themselves so worried and nervous and skeptical about if they're going to be able to do it, if they're on the right track or not, if they're going to fail. And it's like, right. well, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, what's the worst exactly, but that's what we're like you, that's what I guess that's what we're afraid of. Me is afraid of it. getting to that point, and you do fail, or, or it doesn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out. You know, like yeah. okay, now what? You right. know, um, right? But that's that still a great. Of, yeah, it definitely can rob us. You're right, because it's like, well, now you know. You know what I mean? Like now, you know. Right. Let's say you did have this idea for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and the whole time you were wrong. Like, it wasn't something you were supposed to do anyway. And then you finally do it, you fail. It's like, okay, cool. Now I got that off my back. It it, it wasn't it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, even even that is is freedom. So, I mean, you get something out of it. You get something out of it. Not only that, but you learned a lot along the way. And now move on to the next thing. With with a little bit more knowledge than you had before. You know, maybe you can apply that your next goal that you that you want to reach and you'll reach that goal a little bit quicker mm. a little bit faster yeah. So, yeah yeah no that's real and i didn't say that as any means of saying that you're on the wrong track or the things are going to fail no. cuz i can definitely tell you moving in right. the right direction 
but yeah. but again, just more, um, I guess, indirect uh, right. mentorship for the other um, entrepreneurs that are watching, and maybe they've oh, had right. an idea that that's kind of been sitting there for a long time. It's like, come right. on, just make a move, make a move. Don't stop, don't stop where you at. Just keep going. If you get there and it's not, and it doesn't work out, or it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Move on to the next one. Move on you know? to the next one. You know, I suppose only I don't think you're only supposed to do just one thing in life. It's a couple things that you're meant and built to do. So move on to yeah. the next one. Find it. But you conquered that fear. Hey, yeah. let's get it going. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I forgot I forgot how the saying goes, but something to the effect of like success loves activity. And so it's like in, in just being active and constantly being um uh, intentional. Uh, and and mm. productive, whether it's a small yeah. piece of production or a large piece of production, success loves to find mm. activity far more than it's ever going to find inactivity. So, if you're trying to be yeah, a success story in your own right, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Uh huh. What'd you say? Huh? No, that's good. I might have to take that from you. Success loves activity. Yeah, man. That's good right there. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's like, you know, people, everyone wants to be a success story, whether it's, you know, to their, to their family, to their significant other, to the world, it don't matter. Everyone wants some level of a success story in their dream or their aspiration. And it's like, well, right. you got to look at it like that. You, you can't, you can't be inactive and also be a success story. There isn't one success just, story that's ever had that. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm a testament to that. Past 15, 10, 15 years of yeah. inactivity, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. You gotta do something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And yeah. so 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 um I know we don't know your uh, exact designs, which is cool, but um what's like and I know you're touching a lot of spaces, but what what is your market? You know what I mean? Have you identified who your target market is, what your target audience looks like? You know, who do your shirts I know they're going to speak to a lot of people. I can tell from your ideas, but uh-huh. who's the target? The target is the middle class, basically. Hmm. The target is middle class. Uh, I'm not going to say minorities because minorities aren't just like when you think of. I think when we think of minorities now, we think of Hispanic and Hispanic and black. But minority is probably um, anybody who makes. Um, I'd say makes, but. Uh, no, I won't even say makes, but like the the middle class, uh, minorities. Uh, honestly, I think I can touch everybody, the youth, um, because of the, the design and the dopeness of it, yeah. the, the the way of uh, using our culture, the hip hop culture, to to um, to draw the youth in. Um, the topics are things that parents would care about uh, our peers would care about uh, that makes sense to us and I don't think I think uh, certain things that we're going to draw that we're going to have on the shirt a parent would love to buy for their child to wear to school Um, so I feel like I can reach the youth through that I think it's going to be dope enough for a kid to say oh that's dope I like that um um, a parent could buy it for their child and also somebody elderly could respect it enough to say 
That makes sense. I like what that represents, what that shirt says. Um, so I know it's kind of it's kind of broad. It's kind of a broad uh, group to go after, but I'm trying to go after everybody. Not everybody, but the middle class. Yeah, I would say the middle class. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. You know, your ideas um, sound very uh, universal. Um, they sound oh. like, I mean, even though you're saying mid, mid uh, the middle class, I'm pretty sure you know, the, the higher class could, could understand it, especially if they came from that, you know what I mean? Or, right. or, you know, the lesser class, because they might, you know, um, uh, aspire, you know, to, to be in that space. Right. And, and a lot of it just deals with life. I will say just as far as your business goes, because obviously you're going to spend a good amount of money in marketing. It definitely yeah. benefits you to, to tighten that scope as much as possible, you know, that, you know, uh, product and marketing is still going to be like buckshot. It's still going to hit a lot of people, but your right. target was a little more uh -huh. focused just so when you're doing, you know, ads or whatever, whatever you put, put together, you're able to say, right. well, okay, I can put this amount of money into being like a big fish in this small pond. Then it's like uh -huh. all of this money being a little fish in like mm -hmm. a massive middle-class pond. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? <laughs> no, that that makes sense. I don't know. I, I just feel like I can touch a lot of different people because um, you know certain designs I have are going to touch the hip hop community. Yeah. Um, but then certain you know the hip hop community, not to say will come to this company to say, okay, what's next? What what other dope things do they have over there? But they're going to come and they're going to see not just hip hop, but they're going to see something else maybe that their parents have dealt with. And they may say, OK, that makes sense to me, too. Hmm. My parents dealt. That's the issue that my parents dealt with or are dealing with right now. And it's designed in a way that um, it's pretty fly, you know. Yeah, sure. it's pretty are nice and whatnot. I could buy that shirt for my mother and my father. And they may appreciate it, you know. And they may wear it. Um, who knows? But yeah, yeah. So. I rock with that. Yeah, I rock mm -hmm. with that. Okay, so um, um, so you said the website is next, right? The website, yes, sir. Uh, and I, got I can't be afraid of of doing that. I've just been doing some research and looking at different companies, um, and the work that they do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I found this one company. They do some some. I like their work, hmm. and I'm like, okay. Don't pay attention to costs. Just, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> rock uh, just go get it done. And that's a, that's another thing, you know, being a startup, you know, that's a big part of it is managing those costs, you know, like really yeah. um, not overextending yourself financially too soon, but being right. efficient with the money that you do spend, hoping to get back uh, as many dollars as you possibly can from every single right. dollar you put in. How are you right. managing those uh, early startup finances? Well, it's just been, you know, I haven't done too much. Like, yeah, all the licenses and applications and everything have been fairly um, not that expensive. Like, for EIN number, you don't have to pay anything for that. Uh, most licenses and everything are just a couple of bucks. So it's not really that much. Um, the most expensive thing i come across so far has been um, this next uh project is with the web design um uh the most expensive thing 
has probably been trademarking my company name huh. and trademark the the logo both separately that was uh maybe the most expensive thing and that wasn't even really that bad just honestly say almost just like paying your uh dmv tag renewal for your car <laughs> so, i mean if you look if i look at it that way it's, it's not really that bad, it's not you know? that bad. so and yeah, so, and, so and so that um that low cost model that you've been able to kind of follow is that intentional like have you chose not to do the things that might cost you a little more and kind of push those to a little bit later on down the road or has that just been the process like just nothing has come across that's just been a process so far and i'm like oh wow this is this is it this is all it took for me to for me to get here and like <laughs> this is years for to figure out like i could have done this a long time ago man if i had only knew that yeah. this is all it took not all it took, but this is what it took for me to get this done. All right. Just that family member, like, kicking myself in the butt. Like, dude, I could have done this a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've only purchased, I've only bought one pair of Jordans in my life. But I'm like, I could have just not spent that pair, that, that money on that, that pair of Jordans and then just invested that in my ideas. Done deal. You know? Done deal. Done deal. And so, done deal. That's all it took. So I noticed you, you, you've referenced the 10 to 15 years a few times, which is good. It's good for people to hear that like, yo, this is somebody who spent, you know, the, the greater part of the last two decades uh, right. in, in, in procrastination or preparation or however you want to look or in fear getting to this point. So from, from where you are now, if we, if we kind of backtrack, how long has it been since that moment that you finally this time said, all right. I'm doing this. Like I'm going to find a designer. Um, this is going to happen in this last push. It's still been ongoing because it's still. Um, I would say that's. Um, I would say I started making my push maybe within the last uh, three years of like just getting everything together. Um, and you know, not to say dragging my feet, but uh, just at my pace, which has probably been a little bit slower than um the average person, but uh, it's probably taken me about three years to get to where I am now, which I feel is just like one more step. Just I just need my my um, my website done for my you know uh, e-commerce and everything to be sold online, and I, I think I'm ready to go. That's a that's a great point yeah, that, that we're gonna um. Uh, in the podcast with is is exactly what you did just said can you speak to oh. pacing like taking things at your time and 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 how you find the balance of doing things too fast to where you feel like you're rushing them and you're out of control you don't have control of them or you're dragging your feet and you're moving way too slow how do you find that balance to move things at an efficient rate but it's still your pace to where you're comfortable, you're in control, and you're also moving forward. I know um, I talked to you before, and, um, you know, just like every day, if you could just do something little towards your business every day, just take like five minutes, five minutes, um, just, just think about it, write stuff down, uh, write something down, write your ideas down, and just keep for a while, I wasn't even doing that. Like, I would have all these thoughts in my head, but I wouldn't write them down. And sometimes I would forget things. Uh, 
or just take just a little bit of just a little bit of time a day, ten minutes a day, just to research what I need to do next. Um, I've done this. Just write all your a list of things down that you need to do and move forward to what you want to accomplish. And even though if you don't accomplish number one today, just learn a little bit about it so that maybe tomorrow you can get closer to accomplishing step one or next week. But, you know, um, next week you accomplish step number one. That's out the way. Now you just move on to step number two. It doesn't have to be overnight, but just constantly yeah. just keep doing something, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Um, yeah. You don't have to spend three hours a day on trying to perfect, you know, what your dream is. But if you can just take a little bit of time towards it to move in that direction, that's progress. Yeah. And if I had done that um, a lot sooner, I would be, um, hopefully, probably would be, would be uh, a lot further ahead. But, hey, I feel like I'm in the perfect place where I'm supposed to be right now. So, yeah. That's perfect, man. That's perfect. Yeah. Your video kind of got a little choppy there, but the audio was great. So oh, I heard perfect. everything people to spend time each day, whether it be a small amount of time, a large amount of time, whatever you have, be consistent, mm -hmm. give it time each day. And the, the, the path will kind of show itself to you. Like you said, you might write down something now. It's a step one. Maybe it doesn't get done until next week, but at least it's done. And you know, right. that, that, that will build on itself. You know what I mean? That will kind of snowball. I do understand that. So sure. So man, it has been, um, this has been a good one, bro. This has been a good one. Hope, I appreciate hope, you. Hope your, your audience can pull something from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, you may not, you may not realize it just like, um, you know, I guess we all don't is that your story is very, um, familiar to a lot of people, whether someone is trying to go back to school, start a business, you know, build a relationship, whatever that thing is, there is some level of familiarity with fear, with procrastination, with now looking back and saying, man, if I had did this long time ago, I could have been even further. Like all of that is very, um, uh, very familiar with a lot of us. So, so no, I, I know people definitely got a lot out of your story. Um, heard a lot of resemblance in their own. And hopefully I know what, what you want is that they just get motivated to do their thing the same way you finally got motivated uh, enough to, to get yours going. Right. Right. I want to, I mean, if, if you'll have me come back, um, hopefully in a couple of weeks or a month or so, I'll, not, not too long. I hope I'm uh, ready up and ready to go in a little bit, but come back and have the finished project of designs and everything for you to see. Yeah, man, that'd be great. That'd be great. We can put it on the screen, show everybody the website, give them the link, hopefully get, you know, get you a few customers right out the gate. Uh, that'd be awesome, man. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, just let me know. Let me know when you live and up and ready to go, and we'll sure. schedule it, man, get you back on the pod. For sure. Well, before we go, I need, um, so I gave you my top five groups, mm. MCs. I need your top five MCs. Ooh, top five. I love it. I love it. He he put it back on me. All right. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know how much time we have. Well, I'm I'm on your time. I'm on your time. I've been looking at the clock, so I know you had, you know, you had moves to make. So you let me know. Top five MCs and producers. In in one 
Hold on. Do you mean MCs that were also producers? Oh, or do you mean a top five MCs and a top five producers? Two separate categories. Top five MCs, okay. top five producers. Fire. All right. So top five MCs. I'm going to go. Um, you know, I, I drag my feet with this number one all the time, all the time. But I, I think I'm just going to have to go with the one that the moment I see their name on a project, I immediately know they're going to elevate the project uh, no matter what it is. And that's Andre 3000. Okay. Three stacks. Okay. Three stacks at number one. All right. Um, Number two, um, I'm going to go, this is another tough one, but I'm going to go with Eminem. Eminem, uh, in the beginning, Eminem was was cool to me. He was lyrical, and and that was fun. But then over time, especially towards the middle of his career, towards the back end, I've kind of got a little out of touch with him. But towards the middle of his career, he really started settling into that storytelling element of hip hop that that we know is is so infectious, you know what I mean, to hear a story. I mean, that's what we love about yeah. Biz Marquee. It's like it's just a story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah, and so when he got to that what you say? I said he got some slick rick in him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um Take a second to listen, but you think this record is this and just put yourself in my position. Just try to envision witnessing your mama popping prescription pills in the kitchen. Like that's just fire, man. It's 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 so it's so you know mathematically correct as a rapper, but then it's also a, a true life story, not just him making up, throwing his right. uh you know X in the trunk. It's like this is real fire. Right. Fire. Um all right, so that's that's three. That's uh, three stacks. Eminem. I'm gonna go Black Thought. He's on my list. Yep. Black Thought of the Roots. Um, g- gotta give it to Black. Um, I almost sometimes want to put Black Thought. I don't know if you heard his Funk Flex freestyle, but uh, sometimes I want to put. Yeah. You said you did. You did. I heard it. Yeah. Several times. Yeah. I I, I got to stop. I stopped listening to it because I listened to it for a, a lot. Yo, mm-hmm. yo, he he's he's one of the best. The only reason I put because you said MC, so when you say MC, I kind of put all of the attributes of an MC together, and it's not just being able to rap really well; it's also being able to tell a story, being able to create amazing songs, being able to you know rock a crowd, it's being able to you know be captivating. All like those guru, things, like, like Guru said, like Guru said, it's mostly the voice. It's mostly the <laughs> right, voice. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, right, man. I wish your video was was, was working better. I mean, I can hear you, so you know oh, we okay. good there. But but your video, you you're just like freezing from one position to another position. <laughs> oh, right about that. I'm gonna stop moving. No, all good, all good. Let's do this real quick as I as I finish. I'm not ducking you. Um. Uh, hang up, and we're going to reconnect and see if that's better, okay? Yeah. Okay. Just because I want to make sure we get it right. All right. All right. Just want to make sure, you know, want to see my guy, you know, moving smooth and all that. Do it. He hit me with a top five. Top five 
rappers and a top five or top five MCs, which I do believe is different, and top five producers. I'm probably gonna have a harder time even with the producers. Shh, don't say, don't tell them yet. Um, but the top five rappers, I think I got it. I think I know where I'm going in my next couple of picks. I think I got. I think we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, but I want to make sure he was right. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Uh, please subscribe to the show, man. Follow the movement, man. You know, whatever you want to do. I ain't trying to take too much time. You know what I'm saying? But if you're sitting there listening to us already, you might as well just go on and click the button. I mean, it's right there. It's right there. All right, you back? Yep. All right, cool. Okay, perfect. Visual is good. Audio is good. Let's get back to it. So, um, okay. one, I had uh, three stacks. Two, I had Eminem. Yeah. Three, Black, Black. Thought. Um, four, Rakim. Yeah, he Rakim, got beat. Right you know, you know I, I, I sometimes struggle with where to put Rakim. Rakim and Chuck D, truthfully, I struggle with both of them because I feel like they – they pioneered a certain sound and direction that I almost feel like, you know, you got to put them on the Mount Rushmore. And that that's usually my struggle with the top five is like, is the top five who I consider Mount Rushmore in hip hop or is it just who I like? Right. So I'm going to go right. with your thing that you said earlier about if I was on an island and had to take just, you know, an album or maybe all the albums from these particular artists, who would uh, I rock with? Who would I take? Yeah. I'm a microphone fiend. All right. So uh <laughs> so Rakim at number four, and I'm gonna round it out. You got one left. I'm gonna round it out. I got a few names going through my head. Um Is BDK. No. Who? BD BDK. <laughs> BDK. Big Daddy. Oh, oh, Kane. Uh, no, no, I'm not gonna put Kane there. That this person, we talked about this person, and um, they have a style that I've always connected with. And every time I hear them, even though I haven't heard them rap a ton, when I do hear them, it, it's it's so much better than everybody else. Like it's it's so much on another level. We said the name earlier. I'm gonna go with the beautiful. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, okay. I'm a, I'm gonna go with Lauren Hill. I I sometimes struggle with Lauren and Queen um, uh -huh. in my top five because I feel like you gotta have a lady representation in okay. you know in your top five. That's just how I feel. And uh -huh. so Queen has done a lot, but I feel like uh -huh. I attach more to what Lauren has done lyrically. Uh -huh. okay. You know what I mean? I I, I'm I'm very much if you can tell from my top five into complex rhyme schemes, you know, using new yeah. words, flows, patterns. Right. Like, I'm really into that. And so... Right. Likewise. So, so that five, they, they they cover that ground for me. Yeah. That's the area we come from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All, All right. right. I feel five, that. Five producers. Yo, I'm going to get this started off right, and I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the God, Jay Dilla. Out, out, out the gate. That's yeah, that should be on everybody's number one. Out the gate. I'm going with right. Jay Dilla. Not just okay. because of what he actually sat down and produced, but also uh -huh. just his influence. 
Right. Uh, exactly. People don't understand, like, Jay just influenced a, her, a whole style to where right. there are other producers that were right. doing right. what Jay did. So that right. deserves a lot of credit. To this day, cats are mimicking his style. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. All right. So then I'm going to go with my guy who I've always wanted to work with. And, you know, prayerfully, one day it'll happen. We're going to see him. I'm going to uh, try to get him on the show. Maybe I'll do that. So if I can get him on the show, I can rap uh, to him on the show, and then right. maybe we can do a project together. <laughs> My man Timberland. Okay. Timberland. Yeah. Okay. Timberland also pioneered a sound. Took that that yeah. go-go thing, put it into the triplets. I mean, he just, you know, what's, what he did yeah. with, with Aaliyah and Missy and Genuine uh -huh. was like something we hadn't. We hadn't heard before. Yep. Jay-Z. Yep. Yep. All the stuff he did for them. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the producers, do they have to just produce hip hop or just product production? No, because Jay Dilla didn't do just hip hop. Uh, okay. I did, like for a while, I didn't know he did um the Janet Jackson cut. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh doing with the uh Jenny Jenny. I can't think of the top, the name of the title of the song. I think Q Tip was on it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the the only thing we got till it's gone. Exactly. The only thing we go when we the only one. We got till it's got till it's yeah. gone or something like that. Yeah. 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 On and on. Yeah. That that yeah. was Dylan. That's facts. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna go with D'Angelo. Producer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 See, I slept. On everything that D'Angelo's done, then yeah, I know he's done his albums, but uh, I haven't paid attention to everything that he's done for everybody else too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it back because you said something that made me think about somebody. Sorry, D'Angelo. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. There's just this other person that is a, that did the same thing for me, and I didn't realize how much they had a part. Um, no, 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 no. That was that was a writer. No, he was more of a writer, not a producer. I was thinking um Babyface. Okay. All right. Like I was shocked to find out all the stuff that Babyface wrote. Yeah. I was just like, um, and I hope I'm saying it right with D'Angelo, because now I'm like, was it D'Angelo or was it uh old boy from Jodeci that Oh not Dalvin, uh Devante. Devante. Um he was dope. He was dope too. All right, all right. You know what? Just just for um uh just to make sure I'm on point, let's take D'Angelo out and let's replace D'Angelo with uh Pharrell. Nice, okay. Let's go with Pharrell. I dig it. So we got Dilla, um, we got Tim, we got Pharrell, mm -hmm. number four. Ooh, you got two left. Two slots left. Um man, that's good. It's starting to get yeah. <laughs> it's starting to get, it's starting to get real around here. Um number four. I'm I'm trying to think of who um maybe Mad Lib. That's a nice one. Maybe Mad Lib. That's a nice one. I can tell. Yeah. I can. I can't argue with that. Yeah, Madlib. He he 
He's, 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 he's not gonna say he's the new Dilla, but the, the the new Dilla, but he is yeah along those lines. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. That's the tough thing about production is like a lot of production is also what the artist does. True, right? And then you don't really know nowadays, especially what all um, is truly attributed to the producer on file. Uh, you know what I mean? Because you could have like Dre. Like I, I really want to put Dre in my top five sometime because of what Dre has done for the culture. But then because I, at least being in like, you know, the, the industry as much as I have been, uh, that's one thing I do know is that there are a lot of contributors exactly. to the sound of Dre. Yeah. So Dre turns into more of a composer. Right. Quincy Jones. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like that makes it tough because then you're like, okay, well, do I still rate him as high as I would rate a Dilla uh-huh. who's in there playing everything and sampling yeah. everything and putting it all together himself just right. because Dre has made it to a level where he can be more efficient? Like, I don't know. I, I wrestle with that. You know yeah. what I mean? That, to yeah, me, that, I, that runs the same line as like if I found out a rapper didn't write as much as I thought they wrote. Right. Yeah. yeah you know exactly. It's like, it kind of, yeah. it's like, okay, well, yeah. you know, you, you wrote 60% of it, but uh, right. I don't know now. Another 40% somebody contributed to that or it started out, you, it started out from their idea and then you just took it and ran with it from there. Right. Yeah. I right. get that. Um, so who'd I just say? Madlib. Madlib. Okay. So I got. You got Dilla, Timberland, Pharrell, and Madlib. Which is that's a that's a hard that's a hard group to opt to uh, to argue with. Um. So last number five, I'll put in. Um. Oh, oh, I know. Um. Damn, I love this sound. What is that? What is the group? It's a group production group. They did all of um, Maybach music. They did all of, of Rick Ross's Maybach music joints with with the live church drummer and. I think they did um uh, I can't think of their name. Okay, hold on, hold on. Cause I almost said uh just Blaze because I I got love for him, but um even I'm I'm gonna be honest, even Kanye it's hard to do a top five. Exactly. It's hard Ka- to do a top Kanye five. is Kanye is up there. Um, yeah. um hold on, May Maybach music. Like it's and it's hard to do a top five because I want to throw. I don't know how I could not have Pete Rock on my list. Mm, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Pete, yeah, yeah, that's a big Kanye. one. Kanye, uh, Justice League, Justice League. That's Justice the name League. of it. But, right. So, so that's a sound that I love him, uh, you know, a lot. But because of the body of work, I'm actually going to give it to Kanye. I'm going to give okay. it to Kanye because Kanye. I, exactly. I can't, I can't <laughs> that at all. Yeah. He's, he's one of them. For real. I hope them. we get some more of that, man, before before uh before it's all said and done. Yeah, yeah. I can I can sit with that group. So so rapper I, that. I had Andre yeah. M Rakim Black Thought Black Thought and, and Lauren. Lauren Hill. Now, yeah. if you get them rapping over beats from Dilla, Dilla, Timberland, 
Pharrell, Mad Lib, and Kanye. That's a nice Come album. On, man. That's that's some albums right there. That's a nice album. <laughs> if each one of those artists got all five of those producers to make them an album, that would be a classic album. <sighs> Easy. That would be a classic album. Easy. Easy. Oh, oh. Imagine Easy. that. Imagine that. <laughs> Goodness. Wow. Goodness. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Easily. You you'd have whatever commercial hits you need right. to, to kind of like push the album forward from Tim Pharrell Tim, or um Kanye. Uh, a Kanye. Uh-huh. You'd have your 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 emotional joints, the ones that just resonate with people from Dilla. Yeah, that that's uh-huh. that's wow. Yeah, that would that wow. would be something else. That would be something else. Yeah, I need um since since we probably will never get that, I need like a a producer to to like create it, like just take some Mad Lib joints, some Pharrell uh-huh. joints, and then throw Lauren Hill rhymes over that. You know what I mean? Like just create the body of work. Right. <laughs> That's probably the closest we're gonna get Break to. It all up, chop right for real. Yeah, that'd be fire. I love. I would just love to hear one song. Like, give me, give me a a a, a Dilla beat. With a Lauren verse, uh, a M verse, and and a Rock M verse, like that is just that'd be different. I'm trying to imagine three thousand spitting on any one of these five, especially like Dilla. They would oh, all be fired. J- Dilla, yeah. Tim, Pharrell, Madlib, Kanye. And what's dope about three, I believe, is that like he he knows how to like he'll listen to it and then be like, all right, I'll do it. I'm gonna do this. But just take this out and this for my part, and then do that part and raise that up. And next thing you know, it's like the best part right. of a whole joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, thank you, bro. Thank you yes, for thank you, bro. putting me on the spot. Yes, sir. Thank I you. Appreciate the experience, bro. I enjoyed myself. Good, man. I enjoyed you too. Great talking yes, to you. Always good talking business and you know getting down to the real like we all deal with 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 how tough running a business opening a business mm-hmm. dreaming of a business right just getting started can actually be and like you said just get started because you you're going to be further along now you'll learn along the way you'll have your bumps and bruises mm-hmm. it's not going to be perfect it may not even be pretty but the point is just begin and, and keep moving every day right. keep moving exactly yeah that's yeah, certainly all right, man, you know how we send send it off. I'll say pod is good. You say all the time. I'll say all the time. You say pod is good. You got me? Yes, sir. All right, my man. Pod is good. All the time. And all the time. Pod is good. I appreciate you, brother. Take care. I will talk to you real soon. We'll all have right, you back man. on as soon as the site is up. Okay, we'll do. All right, my I'll G. Talking to you in a little bit. Okay. All right, bro. Peace. Peace. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, episode 42 of the Pod is Good podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been motivated. I hope you've been inspired. I hope a part of you said, you know what? I can do it. You know what? Stop procrastinating. You know what? What am I scared of? What's the worst thing that's going to happen except for me learning, except for me getting this thing finally out? Whatever that is, you know what it is better than I do. You know what that thing is that's kind of just been right there and you're like, I don't know. Well, what if, what if? You'll never know unless you begin. Start now. Get it done. 
If you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, follow, share, like, comment, whatever you want to do. It's all free, but it means so much to us. It is invaluable in growing the channel and growing the movement. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you that that watch the show, that that comment, that send us emails telling us, you know, what you enjoy, what you didn't enjoy, you know, what other content you want. We are going to continue to try to give you the best possible uh, podcast that we can produce. So with that being said, I'm your man, Cashmere, California, and I will see y'all on the next one. Peace out.